คริสตจักรนิวโฮปอินเตอร์เนชั่นแนลเมืองซีแอตเทลรัฐวอชิงตันสหรัฐอเมริกามีความยินดีต้อนรับท่านเราเชื่อว่าคำสอนของอาจารย์บรุณเราหาประสิทธิ์จะเป็นที่หนุนใจและเปลี่ยนแปลงชีวิตของท่านขอองค์พระวิญญาณบริสุทธิ์ตรัสกับท่านผ่านการสอนนี้เราเชื่อว่าท่านจะได้รับพระพรจากพระเจ้าท่านสามารถทำสำเนาคำสอนเพื่อการแจกจ่ายแก่มิตรสหายได้หากไม่ได้เพื่อประโยชน์เชิงการค้าอาคัปเปอร์เดย์สกูไอแอนพาสดาแฮดเอวันเดอร์ฟูลโอกาสที่จะได้ฟังคุยเรื่องจีนเมื่อเราพูดถึงศูนย์ศาสนาจีนเราเป็นแซ่บใจเพราะมิลเลียนคนที่อยู่ในจีนต้องฟังคำสอนของพระเจ้าและพระเจ้าทรงสามารถเปิดประตูให้เราได้เข้าร่วมในการแสดงพระเจ้าของเรา From now on, but during the conversation, the Lord showed me something, which I have been doing, but He kind of spoke to me very clearly in that conversation table that we talk about China. He said to me this way: He said that I call you to pastor the church, to teach the Bible, and I want you to educate my people. So that there will be solid, mature, strong, fruitful disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. But just to teach the Bible that they will know the Bible is not enough. Then the Lord spoke to me the second thing. He said, "It's not only teaching the Bible, but I called you to train my people to walk with the Spirit." Of God is one thing about knowing the Bible. People can have big knowledge in the head, know a lot of scripture, know a lot of theology and doctrines. But if they miss walking with the Spirit of God, they will miss a lot. Because Christian life is not just about head knowledge or The word, the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. As Christian, if we want to be full-blown, fruitful, effective, strong believer, we need to know both the word and we need to know the Holy Spirit. And not just knowing the Holy Spirit out of the head knowledge as a theology. To answer question in the examination in the end of the semester, but we need to really know how to walk with the Spirit of God, and also have experiences of how to walk with the Spirit of God. If you study about the life of Jesus carefully, who is our best model? Of how to walk on earth here as a man anointed by the Spirit of God, you will find out that the Lord Jesus Christ, even though he can quote the Scripture, he know the Bible, but he also walk with the Spirit by the Spirit 
24/7 every word he say come only from the holy spirit come from the father through the holy spirit every action he did he will never take credit for himself because every miracle every healing every action every word he say came from the father through the spirit on the inside of him he walked with the holy spirit every single second is that the way that we should be on earth now jesus is our example and we should follow his footsteps so as a pastor my job is not just only to teach you the word on sunday or in the service or care group but to teach you about the holy spirit and show you example of how to walk with the spirit all the time during i perform surgery during talking to the patient during giving counseling typing my sermon people ask me how do you write your sermon holy spirit give me the message he is the one who give me the message from heaven what to say everything is by the spirit unfortunately most christians in the world have never been educated about the holy spirit have never experienced how to walk with the spirit and never know and have fellowship with the holy spirit that's why we set aside the time in the revival service to teach you about the holy spirit and we have all the cd that we recorded all these two years about the holy spirit both in english and in thai and we're going to make it in mandarin soon and very soon when i talk on that table he say go to china and not just teach the word but go there to teach chinese christian how to walk with the holy spirit and if you can do that you're going to be a complete believer the word and the spirit of god so tonight i like to teach you more about the holy spirit so that you will know him you know in order to walk with somebody you need to know that person quite well you need to know how that person thinks how that person mobilizes and and functions and move and make decision the holy spirit is a person therefore you need to know him as a person He's, this is not a religion this is not a tradition this is not a ritual christian walk is the walk with the spirit of the lord jesus christ daily the bible talk about god gave his son god freely gave one of the characteristic of god is that god is a generous giver so the holy spirit on the inside of you and anoint you is a generous giver so when you walk with him you need to understand that you are having a relationship with the giver he will give you what you need when you ask him when we talk about china it's a big country i share this with some of my patients these past few days because many of my patients are christians and i went to one pastor who used to be my pastor pastor hammond and i told him that i may need to go to china one day 
It's a big country. They ask me, "Are you not worried? Are you not tired and exhausted about thinking about that?" I say, "No." I say, "No," and they say, "Why?" A little guy like you, do don't worry about going to China. I say, "No," because I know that the God who is in me, He's a generous God. He's a giver, so He will take care of every need, everything. About the ministry in China, he's going to provide for me the translator, the person who helped me to preach, the finances. He's a generous giver. So after we talk about mission in China, I say, God, I give this to you. I'm going to walk with you with the Holy Spirit into that land when the time comes, and we're going to see you work. Through us, through this church, to bless that nation, Amen. Hallelujah. Everyone says the Holy Spirit is a generous God. He's a generous giver. I can depend on Him. I can rest. I can trust in Him. He's such a good God. Amen, amen, hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter twelve verse three. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, "Jesus be cursed," and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. One of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help us. To really know Jesus Christ as our Lord. When I say no, I don't mean no as a theory, but no in here. Really, have the spiritual revelation and experience who Jesus is. I remember before I was touched by the fire of God in 1997. Before that. I was a Christian. I love God. I read about Jesus. I knew Jesus at certain level, but after I was touched by the fire, after I have been in the infilling of the Holy Spirit on a regular basis, the revelation about Jesus inside me has increased. I almost like a know him, like I know Pastor Da, my wife. I can sense what he likes, what he feels. What he doesn't like, what he want me to say. The Holy Spirit help us to know Jesus and to exalt Jesus. When I say this, you may say, mm, "What a big deal about that!" This is a big deal. You need to understand this. This is a physical thing you can touch, you can study, you can look at. But in reality, Jesus, He is in heaven right now. You could not see Jesus. You could not get up to heaven to talk to him directly. You could not touch him. So Jesus, in the thinking of the world or people who don't know him, who don't have the Holy Spirit, it's just an abstract. It's just a theory. It's just a kind of a person in the past history, two thousand years ago. They can read the Bible, and they can know Jesus at certain degree by reading the history. But the Holy Spirit will take you to the next level, 
to really know Jesus inside here. That money cannot do it. That Bible school cannot do it. Even a man like me cannot do it for you. Only the Holy Spirit can really bring that revelation of that intimacy and relationship and the knowing, the knowledge of God, of the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. That's why I love to see our members get touched by the Holy Spirit. The more you touch, you feel, you are hooked up with the Holy Spirit. The more you will exalt Jesus Christ and talk about Him more than yourself. How can we tell that a person is filled with the Holy Spirit? Number one, you can tell from the conversation. He always talk about the Lord. He's not talking about himself. He boasts about the Lord. He's not boasting about himself. If a minister or a Christian who always build himself up, talk about his own things, he's not talking about the Lord at all. It means that he's still not totally walking the Holy Spirit. But if you walk in the Spirit, everything is about Jesus. It's about His glory. It's about His people. It's about His honor. It's about His plan and vision and His will and His purpose on earth here. It's all about Jesus when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? And I can tell when I talk to people. If you ask me, Pastor Lau, can you explain to me, or actually this morning somebody called me. I have a stuffy nose. I have a lot of congestion in my nose. My patient called my secretary and said, uh, can you ask Dr. Lau to give suggestion or advice and medication about stuffy nose? And I answer, could you please call your family doctor? I would not be able to talk much about stuffy nose. If you ask me about how to operate on the brain tumor, how to fix the back and the neck and the nerve problem, I can talk to you for two hours because that is my specialty. The same thing with Jesus Christ. If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit and you are not having the revelation of who He is, you will not be able to tell people about Jesus very well. Because you can only sell the product that you know very well. Is that right? I can talk only about neurosurgery or about surgery. If people ask me about multiple sclerosis or about Alzheimer's disease, I will say, ah, stop, stop. Talk to neurologists, not me. Because my knowledge is about neurosurgery. The same thing, if I'm going to tell people about Jesus, I need to really know him and I cannot convince people by just having the head knowledge from the Bible. I need to really talk out of my heart that Jesus is so good to me. He is real to me. If right now you tell me that Prasada is not good, it's too late now. Because I know her personally. I live with her every day. The same thing if you tell me right now that Jesus is not good, I tell you, it's too late because I really know him by the Holy Spirit. God is spirit. 
in order for a human being in the physical body like us to know God the Spirit, we need to hook up to the Spirit of God. That's the reason why the devil would use every trick, every method to kick the Holy Spirit out of the church. Because he wants people to come to church for religions, for traditions, and rituals. And the person that he works on the most is the pastor. Because if the pastor listens to the devil about kicking the Holy Spirit out of the church, because he's so afraid that members will leave, members will be mad, will not pay tithe, all this stuff, then he will block the Holy Spirit and the whole church will suffer. That's why I make a commitment to God. As long as I live in this church, no one going to stop me from talking about the Holy Spirit all the days of my life. If you come to me as a millionaire and say that if you keep talking about the Holy Spirit, I will leave this church and the tithe will be gone. I will say, I'm not going to stop talking about the Holy Spirit because I care about these souls more than that money that you have. Because if I stop talking about the Holy Spirit, I am hurting the members of the church. Because the members will not know God as well as they should be knowing God. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to freely move and work in the local church. Amen? In 1 John chapter 4, verses 2, 3, and 6, there are two spirits in the world. The Spirit of God and the evil spirit. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. Satan is Antichrist. Which you have heard is coming. And even now is already in the world. We are from God. So John and his workers team say, we are from God. How do we know that a person, a minister, come from God or sent by God? Whoever knows, God listen to us. So you be careful. You listen to people. And people can be sent to you by two kinds of spirit. Holy Spirit or Jesus, or they're sent by the devil. You should not listen to those who are sent by the devil to you. And how do you know that a person sent by God? But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of the truth and the spirit of falsehood. There is a spirit of God in the world working through some ministers. And the spirit of falsehood, the spirit of antichrist or demons or evil spirit from Satan that will be sent by the devil to the church. And how do you know? Very simple. People who are sent by God will always exalt Jesus, will also do everything for the sake of the heart and the will of Jesus. He will not build his own kingdom. He will not build his own name. He will not do anything for his own benefit. He's all about the benefit of Jesus Christ. He's all about him and his church. 
He's all about exalting Jesus, not even denominational name, not even the church name, not even his own name or his own ministry, the name of his ministry or her ministry. It's all about Jesus Christ. The spirit of the living God will speak to a man or a woman in such a way that Jesus will be exalted only. Amen? That's how you can tell. Amen? If a person talks about himself or about his own ministry or his own reputation, that is a spirit of man or maybe demonic spirit because no Jesus in there at all. We need to exalt only Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. So that's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to always exalt Jesus Christ in our life. Romans chapter 8 verses 14 to 17. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. Again, there are two kinds of spirit. The Spirit of God and the evil spirit or demonic spirit or the spirit of the fallen angel that make you slave to them, force you to do bad things. But you receive the spirit of sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now we are children. Then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. The Spirit of God not only help us to know the Son of God and exalt the Son of God, but the Spirit of God will help us to really have intimate relationship with God the Father. The Spirit of God will help us to know and know and know on the inside here who the Father is, how much He loves you, how much He cares for you, how much He wants to take care of you, how much He wants to answer your prayer. You know and you know that you are a son and a daughter of the living God. I remember one time when I was new in America and my English accent was pretty bad at that time. I improved a lot. I still tell people in the operating room that the most difficult language in the world is English because there is no rule in English. English is the most difficult language in the world that you have to remember all this word, how to say it. Thai language is easy. Pastor Dagri? Yeah, Thai language is easy. <laughs> Why I come to this point, I don't, don't remember now. Okay. Where am I in the sermon now? <laughs> the Father. <laughs> the Spirit of God Help us to know exactly who we are. So when I first came to the U.S., because of my thick accent, the American doctors at Harborview Hospital always despise me, look down on me. This foreign doctor, he doesn't know much. And many times a big group of doctors will come to me and look to me from the top of my head to the bottom of my toes and, and laugh at my accent. Many times doctors at Harborview Tease my accent in front of the nurses. I mean, this is very despising, very bad. 
you know, you talk my accent in front of the nurses, and I'm the boss. I'm the chief resident. Any time they do that to me, it never shake me or never make me feel low, feel second class. When I was working at Veteran Hospital, they thought that I'm a Vietnamese soldier. When I walk in, this Vietnamese guy come in, who sweat. All this veteran from Vietnam War look at me like, "Are you gonna come to kill me or something? Are you Viet Cong, not Vietnam?" And when I start to speak with my accent, they look at me like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't understand you." If I don't know Jesus, I don't know the Father, I will feel so low, so bad, of being discriminated against. But I still smile. Because in my heart, the Holy Spirit tell me, and I know, and I know, and I know, I'm not a lowly guy. I'm not just a second-class citizen. I'm the citizen of heaven, and my Father is the richest person in the world. He is God who created the whole heaven and the earth. He is my God. He's my Father. Hey, do you know that my Father is in heaven? I don't care what you think about me. I care what God think about me, and I know who I am. I am a son of the living God. You cannot look down on me. Amen. It doesn't matter what you say, but I know by the Spirit, I am a son of God, and my God is big, great. And he pay attention to the details of my life. It's interesting. God is big, so big, but he pays attention to every single detail. Are you glad? That's the God that we worship. That's the God that we serve, and he is our Father. Can everyone say from your heart, from the bottom of your heart, God is my Father? Only the Holy Spirit. Can make you really feel that way, not just talking out of your just theological knowledge, but really here. Yes, I know, I know, I know. My Father in heaven is my daddy, my papa, my oto san. Amen. Hallelujah. God is my dad, my daddy. Ephesians chapter two, verse eighteen. For through Him. Through Jesus, okay, we can go to the Father only through Jesus. We both have access to the Father by one Spirit, capital S. The Holy Spirit helps us to have conviction and assurance and faith that we are a son and a daughter of God. And through the same Spirit, we can have confidence. To approach the throne of grace by the blood of Jesus Christ, with confidence that when I talk to the Father, He listens to me, He hears me, He cares, He look at me, He did not ignore me. But when I talk, He look at my eyes and okay, okay. Through the Spirit, I have confidence that I can communicate and fellowship. And talk to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why some Christian their prayers have not worked because they are not even convinced that God exists and God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. 
Only the Holy Spirit can convince you and give you faith to know that you are the son and the daughter of God, and God will listen to you, and you can have that access to the Father. The more I talk about the Holy Spirit, you know now why I stand firm not to take the Holy Spirit out of the church because I know the Holy Spirit really brings a lot of benefits to the member. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter one verses thirteen to fourteen, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked. In Him, with the seal, the promise, Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of His glory. The Holy Spirit was given to us at the time we were born again. He came inside us, lived on the inside of us. I also mentioned that there are three words. About the Holy Spirit, in, with, and on. In means the well inside. Only Christians have the Holy Spirit live inside them. With means outside, but working on somebody. I remember when my relative shared with me about Jesus, the gospel. I heard the voice in my head here: "Believe in Jesus. Give your life to Jesus." I don't know that voice now. I look back; it was from the Holy Spirit. He was not inside me because I was not born again yet. But God, Holy Spirit, kept calling me: "Believe in God. Go back home. Go back to be with the Father. God is your real Father. Come back. Come back home." Eventually, I accepted Jesus Christ thirty something years ago, and I know that the Holy Spirit was with me at that time—not in me, not on me, but with me. That's why. If you want to be effective minister of the Lord Jesus Christ or the gospel, you need to have a lot of the Holy Spirit, because you will bring the presence of the Holy Spirit to be with the unbeliever. I got Facebook message through the church Facebook that they turn on our teaching in Thai in Chiang Rai, and a lot of people accepted Jesus Christ through the radio station. Many people accepted Christ through the radio. I know the reason people accepted Christ not because I'm a great speaker, but because with my voice the Holy Spirit was there with the listener, and the listener was convicted and convicted and convinced to give their life to Jesus Christ. The one who saved people to believe in Jesus, not me. I just use my voice, but the person that really convicted the person to receive Jesus is the Holy Spirit. That's why you need to be anointed and filled with the Holy Spirit. The third word is on. The word on giving a picture of pouring the oil on. We call anointing. The oil come upon you, or the king pull out the knife or the sword and put on the shoulder of his soldier. Okay, I give you authority to go out to fight the battle right now. So when the Bible uses the word Holy Spirit on you, it means equip you, empower you, send you out to get the job done. So as Christian, we should not have only Holy Spirit on the inside. We should receive the anointing, the coming upon of the Holy Spirit. 
And when the Holy Spirit come in you, He is a promise guarantee that okay before you buy a house. Lately, I noticed that the houses on the east side are hot, very hot. One house maybe ten offers, twenty offers, eight offers because everyone right now the uh, the interest of the house is so low, the loan interest is so low. People will fight for a house. So when you want to buy a house, you need to put in the deposit money that I'm gonna take this house for sure. I'm gonna put down payment. Or the guarantee money, thirty thousand dollars. If I don't follow my plan or my promise, you can take the thirty thousand dollars away. That's what happened when Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to be in us. It's a guarantee. What is a guarantee? Guarantee that you're g o i n g to go to heaven. Guarantee that you're still the son of God and the daughter of God. Guarantee that you are safe. Guarantee that you're g o i n g to receive rewards in heaven when you live for God. It's very difficult for the devil now to. Tell me that I'm not safe because I feel the Holy Spirit inside me all the time. I know I have the Holy Spirit inside me, and I know I'm saved. I know if I die today, I will go to heaven. I'm not afraid of death anymore. If I die, I'm gonna be at a better place because I know that God guarantee my salvation through the Spirit of God on the inside of me. That's why. When God touch people, when God fill people with the Holy Spirit, make the believers more on fire, more convinced of the salvation. They see the kingdom of God is so real, and they want to go out and testify and tell people about Jesus Christ, because God is so real to them. Amen. The churches that allow the Holy Spirit to move will grow faster, will evangelize more effectively. Because members are con- so convinced with their salvation, Amen. First Peter, chapter one, verse twenty-two. I'm teaching the Bible right now. I'm reading the Bible and explain to you. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. The King James and New King James say. Purify your soul in obeying the truth through the Spirit. What the Bible tried to say is that after we become a Christian, God wants us to live a holy life. He wants us to live a pure life, pure heart, clean hand, living like Jesus. We will sin less and less and less as years go by. So, how does God purify our life or make our life more and more holy? From glory to glory to glory to become more like Christ. Two things the Bible say here. Number one, by the word. We need to obey the word that we are taught or we read in the Bible. Two, through the Spirit. So the word is a knowledge that gives you right or wrong, left or right. You can choose. You choose right or you choose wrong. Without the word, you will not know right and wrong. So when you know the word, you know what is right. You follow the right thing, then you live a holy life. But by your own strength, you cannot do it. You cannot obey the Bible with your own strength because you are human being. What do you need? You need the Holy Spirit to be like the hand that come into the glove and move on the inside of you, give you power to be able to obey the word. 
in the Bible. Amen. So with the Holy Spirit, we are able to live a holy life. We are able to say no to sin. We are able to deny or decline the temptations. We are able to say yes to God. God, even though it's tough, I depend on the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to obey what you say. That's why, as a pastor, I want to see our members be filled with the Holy Spirit and walk with the Spirit, because the Holy Spirit will help them to walk a holy life. Amen. To grow up, to become mature, to overcome temptation, to Stop the habit of sin to come out from the bondage of sin, like pornography or lies or cheating or loving money, whatever bad bondages. The Holy Spirit can set them free. I just received the letter from a man that used to come to our revival service to my sister and brother at New Hope International Church. I was touched by God's fire at your revival on Mercer Island. March 23rd, year 2012. Wow, my life has been forever changed since that moment. I am so appreciative that God's servant Pastor Lau has answered the heavenly call to set the captives free. The chains holding the captive in a generational genetically addiction to an evil drug were cast off that evening. Completely, hallelujah! I pray daily that God's signs and wonders will be manifested in and through your glorious ministry, yours in Christ. I remember this gentleman. He was set free from addiction to drugs that he was enslaved for many many years. I share with people on last Sunday that there was a lady in Berlin who had a Some kind of manifestation or sickness that she suddenly fall down, and heart stop and stop breathing, and she was urgently taken to the hospital. And this happened many times a year. And the doctor checked everything: MRI, the brain, CAT scan, everything. Could not find anything. Last May, she came to the revival meeting in Frankfurt, and she got touched by the fire of God, by the Holy Spirit. She told me early this month in March that. Since that day, she have never had any symptom anymore. She was set free from that sickness. The Holy Spirit come in to cleanse you, to get rid of the junk, the dross, the chaff, the stuff that is not good in your life, where the sickness or bad habit or bondage or wrong idea or wrong thinking. He came into. Make you more holy and walk in the right way. Definitely, this is a process. It doesn't happen in one time. The more you get touched by God, the more you're gonna be cleansed and become more holy. That's why I don't believe that we have revival service once in ten years. It's not gonna work. We need to keep being cleansed, being cleansed, being set free, being purified and sanctified by the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. By the Spirit and through the Word, we can be sanctified and live a holy life. Isaiah chapter sixty-three, verse fourteen: Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the Spirit of the Lord. 
This is how you guided your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Another ministry of the Holy Spirit is to give us rest in the Lord. I have this experience since I have been in revival. I used to be a worried man, very tense and worried, and think, what am I going to do? Very, very anxious person by nature. But since I have been touched by the fire, I become more restful, relaxed, and just trust God. Sometime the next morning, I'm going to have a big brain surgery that look very risky, look very dangerous surgery. My mind get worried, but then I rest in the Holy Spirit and say, God, I know the Holy Spirit will be with me tomorrow. He's my helper. He's my wisdom. He's my peace. He's my power. He's my guide. He's my leader. He's my grace, spirit of grace. Tomorrow, the surgery will go well. No problem. And then I can sleep. I can rest because I know and I know that the Holy Spirit is with me, will be with me. He is my helper and I can rest every day in dealing with pressure, dealing with problems in my own life, problems with my patient. I mean, they have problems, I try to help them. Dealing with all the things in my life, the tension. We can rest every day because we can draw the grace and the power and the help of the Holy Spirit all the time. You come to the point that you say to God, I'm not going to boast about my ability anymore. I don't depend on myself anymore. Yes, I do my best. But I keep my mind, my thoughts, my body, my hand, my eyes, everything to you. May your Holy Spirit work through me and in me. And we're going to work together as a co-worker. And I know that I am with the winning side. I am with the greatest and most powerful person in the whole universe. He is with me, he's on me, and he's going to be in me and work with me, and I'm going to win this situation. What a restful feeling inside you. I remember when I was learning Taekwondo, my teacher, his name is Kim Jung-soo from Korea. Oh, this man... He's so good. He's fighting. He moves so fast, even though at that time he was much older than me. He moves so fast, he can kick and he can... Oh, when I saw him fighting, I look at this man. Okay, if the bad guy walk into here, I can stand close to him. I'm saved. I know I am in good hand because Mr. or Master Kim Jung-soo is a great fighter. I can stand behind him. And I am safe. Actually, I heard the story that when he first went to Thailand, he already passed away. He's much older than me. First, he went to Thailand. He was challenged by Thai boxer, the Thai boxing guy. And he knocked them down. He knocked the Thai boxer down, the professional Thai boxer. The way he moved, he kicked. Oh, amazing. That's how I feel even more with the Holy Spirit. I stand with the Holy Spirit and say, ha, 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 he's good. He's big. He is my helper. His muscle is big. He can kick fast. He can jump kick, side kick. 
to the devil. And when I need wisdom, the wisdom will drop in me by his hand. Boop. Okay, this is what I should do. Actually, when I perform surgery, every single moment, I listen to the Holy Spirit. And he exactly tell me, go there, go here, move there, do this, do that. Every single step. He was with me all the time to tell me what to do every single step. Is that the restful feeling? Amen? You stand with a master. Martial art master, but not martial art in fighting. Martial art in wisdom, in power, in performing miracle, in victory, in goodness, in the grace and power of God. And you stand with him. And the master stand there with you. And you say, ha, ha, ha. I'm a winner. No problem, no problem, no problem. <laughs> How do you say in Spanish? No problem. No problema. Okay. Amen. You should feel that way with the Holy Spirit everywhere you go. I'm not coming alone, okay? Have a good person with me now. I'm not alone. You know that? I'm not alone. The Holy Spirit is with me. Big guy. The creator of the universe. And he's a good God. He's on my side. Amen? That's how you should See the Holy Spirit. And you should walk with the Spirit. So tonight, now I finish about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Next time, I'm going to teach about how we fellowship and commune with the Holy Spirit. Next revival meeting. But today, in conclusion, the Holy Spirit helps us to really know Jesus, the Son of God. And live a life To glorify his name only. We decrease and he increases. We are nothing. He is everything. Amen? Not only that. We will know the Father as our God. And we can have confidence that we are a child of God. And we can approach him with faith and confidence, the throne of grace. Whenever we pray, whenever we approach him in the name of Jesus, we know the Father listen to us. And we can have that confidence by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Not only that, the Holy Spirit is a down payment and we can have confidence in our salvation when we are filled and touched with the Holy Spirit. And he can empower us to live a holy life. We can live a better life. He empowers us. He cleanses. He kicks demons out of us. He destroys the bondage. He destroys the change and the joke in our life. And he gives us a rest that the world cannot give. I believe if you walk with the Spirit, you will live a longer life. You will not die early from high blood pressure, from lack of sleep, You know that lack of sleep makes your life shorter. You die sooner. The system in your body gets haywire. Then you die sooner. You get sick. But you can rest. No high blood pressure. You're going to look younger, healthier, live longer than other people. Amen? You have joy. The joy of the Lord. When you can rest, you can smile. You can be happy. Laugh all day long. Smile all day long. You're not looking like a sad person and somebody just punch you with 
big <laughs> hematoma or bruise on your face or something like that. You look happy all the time because you rest in the Lord. You trust Him. You can go everywhere with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Are you convinced tonight that the Holy Spirit is important to the church? Are you convinced that you need to learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit? How many people want to grow in the area of walking with the Holy Spirit? How many people say that from now on I will start to build the lifestyle and the habit of hooking up depending on the Holy Spirit 24-7? You need to make that decision every day. Make this habit. Anything that comes to you, you hook up. Beep, 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 beep. God, what do you want me to do? Sometimes people ask me question. Pastor La, what do you think? And the Holy Spirit say, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. I just smile. I don't say anything. I'm not obligated to answer. You can ask, but I don't answer. <laughs> this is the kind of pastor you have in this church. You can come to me and you can talk, 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 talk to me and the Holy Spirit say, keep your mouth shut. Thank you, thank you. That's it? Okay, thank you. I'm not obligated to answer. If the Holy Spirit tell me to keep my mouth shut, I will keep my mouth shut. I think He knows that if I talk too much, I'm in trouble. Amen? People can invite me, people can talk anything to me, but if the Holy Spirit says, don't go, I'm not going. I need to follow the Holy Spirit. Because he is the big boss We need to learn how to walk with him We need to learn how to Follow his step Step by step What to say, what to do You know, I really appreciate the Bible The way God wrote the Bible Give us the picture For a human being like us To understand how to walk with God He Say that the Holy Spirit is like the wind. The wind. And he called Christian an eagle. We are like an eagle that flow above the storm of life. People who learn how to be an eagle, flow with the Holy Spirit, will be above the storm, above the mountain. Higher than the storm The storm come here Everyone get affected But you are higher than the storm But the picture Of the eagle and the wind Is this The eagle Was standing At the edge of the cliff Or the mountain And the right kind of eagle Will not stand there And look at the wind and say Oh no I think I should walk back Into my nest Oh, mm, the wind tried to move the eagle. The eagle said, no, mm, mm, no, 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 no. The right eagle, what the eagle would do? The eagle see the wind. The eagle will put up the wings. Jump off. And start to flow with the wind. The wind bring to the left. The eagle to go to the left. The wind to the right. The eagle. The eagle rest 
and relax. The ego will not no. The ego relax. Flow. Relax. Yield. Surrender. Trust the wind. That the wind gonna bring the ego to the right place. Trusting, yielding, flowing with the spirit of God. That's how you walk with the spirit. Surrender, yielding, jump out by faith, by faith, and jump out of the cliff. I notice that Christian who don't understand this, when they come to the prayer line, what are you gonna do to me? I'm not gonna fall. I'm not gonna jump off the cliff. Knock me down. God will not knock you down. You need to surrender. You need to jump out and flow. If you keep fighting. The wind will pass, and you stand there and get the storm hit you. But if you jump out to the wind of God, the wind will bring you up higher than the storm, and you shall miss the storm that may kill you. It's about flowing, surrender, trust, relaxing. Don't think too much. If the ego Oh, how how fast the wind come? Okay, calculate. Uh, is this wind smell good or smell bad? Okay, calculate. Uh, is, is this wind come from China or come from America? Calculate. Oh, I see. No, I have to keep thinking another two hours. Uh, is the wind with more oxygen or nitrogen or what? Or carbon dioxide? Okay. Or maybe cyanide or something. Oh, okay. Keep thinking. In ten years, that eagle will never fly. And some people come to the prayer line this way: Is his hand gonna be cold? Is God gonna knock me down? What's gonna happen? Hmm. Let me think about it. Let me calculate. Let me analyze it. You will never get anything. You need to come like an eagle and yield. The more you yield. The more you flow with him, the more he will touch you and flow with you. Do you see the picture now? It's about yielding. If you can yield now, you're gonna yield in the marketplace. You're gonna yield at the bus station. You're gonna listen to him and flow with him when you talk to your boss. And after you talk for a few minutes, the boss give you a raise. Is that right? He's gonna. Lead you and guide you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. How many people want to know the Holy Spirit more? 
How do I know Pastor Damore? I need to spend time with her, talk, fellowship. Revival service is a time that you can fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the miracle will happen when you allow Him to do the work. Amen. Amen. The woman with the issue of blood. We press in. We press in. Like the blind man waiting patiently. We press in through the crowd. And suddenly. A touch from heaven. Jesus came and rescued me. And suddenly, a touch from heaven. Jesus came and set me free. Woman with the issue of blood, we press in, we press in, like a blind man waiting patiently. We press in through the crowd, and suddenly. Touch from heaven. Jesus came and rescued me. Suddenly, a touch from heaven. Jesus came and set me free. Ask God. This is not a ceremony. This is not the tradition or culture. This is the holy ground, the burning bush in the 21st century. It's up to your heart. It's up to your desire whether you want him to touch you or not. He will never force you. He will never. Pull you in. You need to surrender. You need to have hunger and desire. Ask him. Close your eyes and ask him, Lord. Fill this cup. Send the wind of the Holy Spirit to touch me. I surrender. I yield. You can do whatever you want in my life. You can come and burn. Help me! I open my heart right now, Lord. I'm serious here. This is not a game. This is not just a play, but this is real. I'm hungry. Ask God. Ask, and it will be given. Don't just stand there watching. 
but asking seeking seeking and knocking <laughs> a touch from heaven Jesus came and rescued me and suddenly Jesus came and set me free. หวังเป็นอย่างยิ่งว่าคำสอนนี้จะเป็นพระพรต่อชีวิตส่วนตัวและงานรับใช้ของท่านหากท่านต้องการข้อมูลเพิ่มเติมเกี่ยวกับคริสตจักรของเราหรือขอข้อมูลเกี่ยวกับคำสอนในชุดอื่นๆกรุณาติดต่อเราได้ที่หมายเลขโทรศัพท์206 275 1042ในสหรัฐอเมริกาหรือ086 688 9940ในประเทศไทยอีกทั้งท่านยังสามารถรับฟังและดาวน์โหลดคำเทศนาได้เองผ่านทางพอดแคสต์ด้วย iTunes ท่านสามารถเข้าไปดูวิธีการได้ที่เว็บไซต์ www.newhopeinternationalchurch.org Jesus.